0: May the peace of Christ be with you. also with you. One Sunday, some years back, I showed up at First Baptist Church in Clinton for what I thought would be a standard Sunday evening service. But when I walked in the sanctuary, I noticed that all of the ornamentation had been removed from the platform leaving only a single column that had on top of it what looked like a large cylindrical mound of mud, about two feet high. Not long after my confusion had fully settled, the lights dimmed and a man who I would later learn was internationally renowned sculptor, Dr. Sam Gore, stepped onto the platform and walked up to that formless mud. For the 20 minutes that followed, he used his hands to squeeze and pull and press and form the mud, which turned out not to be mud but clay. He pulled on some parts and pressed on others, and he found ways to make some places smooth and others sharp. He took his thumbs and pressed them deep into the clay. He scooped some of it out and put some pieces from one place on to another. And as he worked and the rest of us watched, that mound of mud started to take shape. Before our eyes, the clay with which he was working was transformed into a face. First it had a nose, and then a chin, and then out of nowhere there was a hairline for which I was jealous. <laughs> then eyes and a mouth started to take form. Finally, to help reveal the subject of his sculpting, Dr. Gore placed a, a crown of thorns on top of the head. In just 20 minutes, this master sculptor took a formless mound and formed it carefully and intentionally into the head of Christ. For years, I have remembered watching in awe as he worked carefully, meticulously, confident in his craft. I've had the good fortune to see him sculpt the head of Christ on other opportunities. And again, he started with the same column of clay and using only his hands, he shaped and molded that clay over the course of 20 minutes into the head of Christ, each time slightly different. time clearly the head of Christ. This morning's reading from Jeremiah always calls to mind for me sitting and watching Dr. Gore transform that clay. This week, in this season of our life together at the corner of East Over and Ridgewood, I find myself feeling in some way linked to that clay on the potter's wheel. Here we are, four days into our life together after the retirement of Chuck Poole. If you were anything like me, you hoped that maybe this morning, when the bells chimed in the narthex, that Chuck would be there. But just like Thursday morning in the office, he wasn't. His absence has the capacity to create for me and for you and for all of us a larger than normal sense of uncertainty about our life together, an uncertainty that if we allow it, will hang around us like a cloud and consume us. It is this sense of uncertainty that causes me to identify with the clay on the wheel particularly the moment when the potter, Dr. Gore in my memory, walks up to the clay, walks around it, looking over the clay with a seasoned eye, seeing, sensing what I cannot. And then he takes a position and slowly turns the wheel, still looking at the clay, not yet having touched it. And then he puts his hands on the clay, not yet shaping it, but touching it, as though he needs to get to know the clay before he starts to work with it. All of this before he could begin to use his words, singing with his hands. It's this moment of tension, the moment when the sculptor's mind is at work, but before his hands have set to motion, it is this moment with which I most identify with the clay this morning, the moment before the new work has begun, the moment when the uncertainty is at its peak. When I saw Dr. Gore sculpt the head of Christ in times after that first time, the experience was different for me. When I saw the platform bare aside from the column supporting the potter's wheel and the clay, I anticipated what would come. I knew Dr. Gore to be a master potter And rather than the confusion that had threatened to consume me at my first experience, I was prepared to be awed by what Dr. Gore would reveal from that lump of clay. Northminster, we are the clay. And unlike the clay that Dr. Gore would approach, we are not without shape or form. For we have a 55-year history that is rich and strong. We have been shepherded by six strong pastors, including Chuck Poole, whose impressions will mark us all for years to come. And we have also been guided and nurtured by faithful members. Members who show up ready to dream, ready to do ready to be shaped and formed by the living God to be the people of God. In our pain, in our loss, in our uncertainty, we grieve. And we are rightfully sad in this space. And we are rightfully uncertain about the future. But we can be confident as well. Because if we are clay, we can be confident that God is the potter. And if we will submit ourselves to God, to God's careful examination, to God's creative imagination, if we will submit ourselves to be turned by God on that potter's wheel, to be pulled and pressed and squeezed, to be formed and reformed we can be confident that God, the Master Potter, will continue to shape us into something new and beautiful. Amen.